0: The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks, go!
1: Okay, you know those Vancouver Canucks. They are a thrilling hockey team, but you know what would make them even more thrilling is adding Phil the Thrill. More on that next year. On Locked On Canucks. <laughs> You're Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer for Daily High Vancouver and also a co-host here on Locked On Canucks. Before we dive into today's episode, we got to do the most important thing, which is thanking you for tuning into Locked On Canucks because it is your team Every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe or follow us for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. I also got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Coming up on today's episode, hoo hoo, baby, the hot dog meister himself, Phil Kessel. Could he be coming to the Vancouver Canucks? We'll touch into that most recent report. And also, we will preview the 2024 uh, Cup final rematch for the Bruins and Canucks. Uh, In all seriousness, hey, it could happen. It could happen, okay? Mm -hmm. Canucks and Bruins playing tonight. Um, But let's look at the bigger picture, where these two teams stand in terms of actually making it to the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, Finally, we'll end off the show with some of your your comments. And also, one of the most disappointing apologies of all time, We'll get into that, oh. finish off the episode. But before I do any of that, some guy who who never apologizes, man, because he never needs to, Kyle Bowen. How's it going, brother? How's
0: it going? My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Beggs, One Love. Uh, we're about to talk about Phil Kessel. And uh, man, oh man, what a season, okay? What a season. If this happens and we bring home the champion, the stud, maybe a Hall of Famer, probably a Hall of Famer, if Matt Sundin is getting into the Hall of Fame, Phil Kessel should get in there too, okay, IMO, okay? If Daniel Alfredson is getting into the Hall of Fame, Phil Kessel should get into the Hall of Fame as well. You get what I'm saying? Anyways, is that going to happen? Is this season going to get even more magical? Who knows? Who knows? This all being said, I got to ask this question to Trevor before we get started, okay? Uh, what's one top, to- to- What's what's the word I'm looking for? Topping, right? Topping. What's one topping you like on your hot dog that nobody else really likes?
1: I, you know what? I, this is a boring answer. So I'll try to think of something quickly, but I really like like raw onions on a hot dog. Just raw, raw? onions on raw a hot dog. Man. Oh, yeah, man. Like raw chopped onions. I don't care if they're white or if they're red, man. I don't discriminate. Just put some raw onions on my dog, buddy. That's oh, wow. uh, That's what I live for. Uh, an outside of the box answer. I've done this before. It tastes delicious. Hickory sticks, man. Just oh my god, dude.
0: get out of here! Start Love talking it. about Phil Castle. Let's brought up. Hickory sticks. Are you serious? Nasty. What well, you got get Nasty. Are you serious? Hickory sticks. Hickory sticks suck. Hickory sticks. Hickory sticks suck, dude. Unreal. Talk about Phil Castle. Okay, does this make any sense? Because in my opinion, it really doesn't. We had one comment from James. Ah, uh, James, one of the best fans.
1: Man, I beg to differ.
0: Okay, you're, you're lagging a bit. Okay, so let me take this away. Okay, James commented early talking about how he would not want to give a roster spot up to Phil Kessel because he doesn't want to give any room for chemistry to be lost within that roster on the ice. And to that, I say, yo, that makes a lot of sense. A, because Phil Kessel, he's not the Phil Kessel of old, right? And B, do you really need a Phil Kessel type, that prototype? Probably not. It's not worth, again, risking the chemistry. That being said, if Rutherford, Nalveen, and Tockett want him, I'm going to trust that they know something that we don't know. But I'm going to assume what that is is having that personality in a locker room during a pressure cooker environment is the right move, the right puzzle piece. If Phil Kessel does become a Vancouver Canuck, is he going to play every game in the playoffs? Probably not. But is he going to make it easier to come to the rink when times may be tough, when you got to be resilient? Maybe. Uh, Trevor, are you there? I don't think Trevor is there. Uh, Let let me know in the comments below. Is this just a personality move? And is it even worth doing something like that when you're a first-place team? A bit of a moral type of acquisition. Risky, I know. A little odd, I know. Phil Kessel, what? He played all 82 games last season for the Vegas Golden Knights. I didn't know that. Looked at the stats. He had 36 points. He's not the player he was before. But maybe, just maybe... Again, he can make it easier to be a Vancouver Canuck during the Stanley Cup playoffs. A, hey, maybe he makes it a lot easier for a core to continue to move within the pressure that really hasn't experienced anything like this. Speaking of experience, who's one guy who has a lot of experience? Phil Kessel, a true pro. Uh, Trevor, am I making any sense here? I think you're back.
1: I mean, I think you're making sense, and it sounds like you're kind of on the fence about bringing in Phil, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it might make sense because you trust R- uh, Rutherford and Albie. Now, I'm going to say this. I think there's a, some a, some good reasons why the Canucks are bringing Phil Kessel, and, you know, I'm I'm into it, man. I'm into the idea of bringing Phil the Thrill on for this ride uh, with the Vancouver Canucks. Um, I say first and foremost, talk it, as the Phil Kessel whisperer, buddy. Mm-hmm. He can get the most out of Phil Kessel. He did so in Arizona. He did so in Pittsburgh. Um, So I think if anyone's going to get the most out of Phil Kessel, it's Rick Mm Tocco, right? Um, I think the second thing, too, is that the Canucks don't have a lot of playoff experience on their roster, right? You know, you look at, like, Ian Cole's been to a cup final, but aside from that, like, most of this team is pretty great in the playoffs. And whether he plays or whether he's just in the locker room, I think you you saw Phil as a great locker room presence in Vegas Mm -hmm. last year, even though he only played, like, four games. I think there is some value in having a guy like that in your room, mm-hmm. uh, a legend like Phil Kessel, like in almost a thousand game man, uh, Iron Man streak, like I said, has a Hall of Fame case, uh, whether he gets there or not, um, but I think he'd be great for the room. And most importantly, not most importantly, but I guess the, the third point I want to make is that the Canucks are America's team, man. This Ooh. is the most American heavy team in the NHL. And you want to bring in one of the best American hockey players of all time <coughs> into that mix? I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, I, I, I'm going to guess that some of the American Canucks have even more, um, uh, even more uh, bias towards Phil Kessel than you know maybe the non-Americans do.
0: Maybe, maybe. And on that talking point, okay, you brought up how he's the Phil Kessel whisperer. Uh, Post Pittsburgh Penguins era, Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel was never really the same. But during his last two seasons with Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure this guy put up 170 points in 160 plus games in the regular season, and. Yeah. I'm not even going to just leave the regular season in that statement. This guy was somewhat of a really good playoff performer as well. So if they are bringing Phil Kessel in and it's not just a moral victory slash personality type of acquisition, maybe there is that 10% chance that he can find his game under Tockett, which is important mainly because this dude is not playing in your bottom six. I mean, you're kind of looking at him replacing either like a Pew Suter or like a a in the top six. No, he's not making the bottom six. Is he going to play with Sam Lafferty and Niels Hoaglander? No, he isn't. He's not, that he, third, he, played
1: I, on, he played on Vegas' fourth line almost all of last – or not fourth line. I think he played on the third line almost all of last season, right? And then was a healthy scratch in the playoffs once they mm-hmm. added like Barbashev and some other guys. So, look, I, I see it this way with Phil Kessel. He's either just kind of on your fourth line as like a power play specialist or he's playing with Pedersen and Lindholm. Like that's the only – What do you mean a power play, play because- specialist?
0: A power play specialist for your second unit?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> and that's
0: and that's nothing. And that's nothing, especially in the playoffs yeah. when you guys have six all-stars or five all-stars playing on one power play unit. You know what I'm saying? It's obscure. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, you look at this Canucks roster and you're like, you don't need Phil Kessel. You really don't. Is he going to replace McCav? I don't know. Pro- you got what I'm saying? You just don't need him. Other
1: than— You're bringing him in. Okay, go yeah, ahead. You're bringing go him ahead. in for the locker room. Yeah. You're bringing him in for the locker room presence. You're bringing him in for injury depth as well. I think there those are go. kind of the main two the two reasons to bring in Phil Kessel. Because, like you said, uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense on if you're looking at fit in the lineup. Again, for me, it's just like kind of like your 12, 13 forward playing on the fourth line or play with Pedersen and Lindholm. And again, I say that because I don't see him playing with Miller and Besser. Although an all-American line would be kind of cool. You have mm. two true right wingers in Besser and Phil Kessel. Guys who have not really played on that offside a whole lot in their NHL careers, uh, but on that top line, I mean, you can have Pedersen left wing, Lindholm at center, and Kessel right wing. Uh, that, that at least makes a more stylistic fit. You'd um, rather have Hoaglander play that. up there. This just again, yeah. So would I. <laughs> do
0: you think? Do you think Rutherford, Alvin, and Tockett are like meeting together in a in a private room, like not even in Rogers Arena because they don't want to they don't want to like spread any doubt throughout the building because maybe they know that okay, yeah, we're playing really good. We're first place. We just made the biggest deal of the year. We're all in. We're cup or bust. But we got to realize that this team really doesn't have collectively any playoff experience. So let's bring in Phil Kessel and just make things easier. I feel as if that's mainly the reason why they'd want Phil Kessel here. It's, it's, it sounds so obscure, but it's kind of like uh, adding another coach, another Adam Foote, another Sergei Gonchar, but on a different scale into that locker room just to keep things light. And once in a while, you plug them in if that's the case.
1: You're going to do it on a league minimum salary too, man. Uh, I I mean, Phil Kessel's not going to come asking for the moon and the stars. He'll he'll play for league minimum. So um, I think the big thing is like what kind of shape is he in, right? Not a guy known for conditioning. Now he Mm -hmm. hasn't played in eight months, played four playoff games last year. But I, I think the Canucks would flesh that out. If there's reports that they're interested in him, I think they're, uh, you know, Kessel's to do what he can to stay in, in shape, whatever that looks like. Or well, the Canucks, again, trust the shape that Phil Kessel in. So uh, again, we're seeing it on the live feed uh, in terms of opinions about Phil Kessel all over the but place. You it, let us know in the comments whether it's uh, live on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, wherever. Uh, your thoughts on bringing Phil Kessel to Vancouver Canucks? Again, I'm intrigued by the idea. It's low cost, no risk. You know, even if there's not a huge, uh, an obvious fit in the lineup. Just bring it in, man. Come on. It makes it makes, it makes makes a lot of sense, man, especially for the acquisition would price you, would and you, his experience with this management team.
0: Would you put peanut butter on your hot dog?
1: Ooh, I love peanut butter, but that's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, how about
0: this one? Would you put pickles on your hot dog?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Wait, are pickles relish? Are relish and pickles related? Are they like cousins? I have never really thought about it, but that would, that makes some sense to me.
0: Okay. All right. Let's get to the comments and talk more about Phil Kessel possibly being a, a what? a member of the Vancouver Canucks. That is uh, something else. Uh, Look at Onwards and Upwards, okay? Only if they sign him for less than a million, obviously he's going to be league minimum. We have the better Trevor on YouTube, Kepner Canucks, talking about nothing but the team, okay? Go Canucks. I love comments like that. And how about Callum Sandy, okay? Phil Kessel could not play worse than McKayev. Bro, you're being mean to McKayev, okay? McKayev just played his best game of the season, maybe his fastest game post-surgery, okay? Uh, I'm really, really curious to see what McKayev does with Lindholm and Patterson tonight in Boston because it's a huge game. It really is. We're talking about the two best teams in hockey playing against each other a couple days after the All-Star break. Everyone is going to be watching, including, again, the upper management. Uh, they, they definitely want to establish chemistry within the top six, and McKayev, as Talkett alluded to, is somebody that they're watching. It's really just the truth. Uh, we had one more comment that made me laugh about Phil Kessel, but I'll get to it after the break. I know we have to... Shout out one of our one of our wonderful sponsors, uh Begsy, who are we giving the love to, and we'll talk everything about what's happening tonight in a couple of minutes.
1: All right, bear with me. I got I got two reads, okay? Again, we love our sponsors. We're we're A, not here without the fans, but B, we're also not here without the sponsors. So uh we'll get to the Canucks Burns on the other side. I might have to hop out for a quick call, Kyle. leaving you in the dust once again. But before we do any of that, I'm gonna shout out Indy. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, but match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, hey? What do they say? Work smart, not hard? That's the same with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93% of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey you know one of the things i love about indeed is that they are fast just like i'm fast in the set baby indeed baby they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of the show, guess what? You'll get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this very podcast. You heard me, indeed.com slash locked on. Terms of conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Indeed. Did you know that even if you have a 401k in retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar that you contribute when you subscribe subscribe to Robinhood Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most free retirement thanks to the IRA with the 3% match. The offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply. And, for, and now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the day of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. 3% match on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer.
0: Wow, you're so talented, man. Okay, okay, we back on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. Trevor Beck's taking a call, okay, supporting his family. He's a family-first type of guy. I am a fan-first type of guy, okay? It is what it is. Now, let's get to the comments. Before we wait for Trevor to come back into the stream, uh, look at this, okay? The $1.50 hot dog line. The comment comes from Dingbat, all right? Uh, The Costco hot dog line. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that if Phil Kessel makes his way to Vancouver, you know, it it made me really think about Japadog and the future of Japadog, okay? Japadog with sports and culture in Vancouver, huge, right? Phil Kessel could, you know, even add more to that legacy. But man, oh man, when that $1.50 hot dog is literally right next door, I feel, like, feel as if there could be a sponsorship right there to fulfill the thrill. Okay? You talk about a team guy. I don't want to disrespect the Hall of Famer, okay? Maybe this guy has a ton of game left. But if it's just a moral type of acquisition, bro, could you imagine before playoff games if this guy was handing out hot dogs to the fans? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Bro, bro. Life is so much better when you're shoving long wieners in your mouth. I keep saying that, bro.
1: It's mm. a beautiful thing, man, shoving a wiener in your mouth. Um, you know what else is a beautiful thing? When the Canucks and Bruins play each other, buddy. Uh, sorry, I don't know if you can hear that, but the fire alarm's being tested at my work. Um, the Canucks and Bruins playing tonight, again, we don't want to get too much into the preview of what's going to happen tonight because we're recording about three and a half hours before puck drop. So let's keep it fresh by saying that. I think there's a good chance these two teams be in the Stanley Cup finals, man. Whoa. I've said it before on this podcast. Uh, I've dreamed about it for a little bit here. You know, the, the Canucks and Bruins right now, like, let's, I'm going to look at Money Puck, who is more bullish on the Canucks uh, to win the Cup than other outlets. Um, but Boston has the second best odds to win the Cup, according to Money Puck, at 10.2%. The Canucks, the fourth best at 9.1, uh, with Colorado and Carolina sandwiched uh, at first and third there, respectively. So, I don't know, Kyle. What do you think the odds are of the Canucks seeing Boston in the Stanley Cup final? Am I being too premature? And is that something you'd be interested in? Or would you rather the Canucks face another Eastern Conference opponent? No, no, I think, you know what it is?
0: You know what it is? I've seen the Vancouver Canucks play, and the Vancouver Canucks play only this season, pretty much, right? Again, I've watched 49 of the 50 games in full fruition, right? So I really only know how well the Vancouver Canucks are playing. And lately, not just throughout the whole season, but lately, they've gotten better, okay? I think they're leading up to being a more optimal team and potentially increase their chances up to like 50% to get to the Stanley cup finals where Boston is. I see them in the standings. I see the highlights right before bed, but I haven't seen them play a full game and there's a lot of mystery still there because they lost a lot of players and they're still at the top of the league. So I'm really, really interested to see how they play today. Like it, That will allow me to answer that question more truthfully. And bro on that mm-hmm. note, if I gave you, a, like, a BS answer, it would pretty much align with something that Chris just commented on the show, okay? Our opinions are nothing more than a fart in the wind, okay? So I don't really know anything about the Boston Bruins. That being said, it would be cool to play them in the finals. I know everyone always goes back to 2011, and this could be, like, our revenge moment. Uh, man, oh, man. Holy crap. I just had a epiphany, okay? Holy – dude, it's been 13 years, 13 years. I'm not even trying to get emotional or nostalgic about that specific moment. Like, 13 years is a long time, bro. 13 years. Man,
1: we've known each other for almost 13 years. We we met, like, what, three or four months after the 2011 finals? so bro. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time, man. Um, in terms of the Bruins and the Canucks in ter- and, like, and how they match up, one thing I find interesting about these two teams is they are two of the most efficient teams in the NHL. When I say that, I'm talking about their shooting percentage. So, mm-hmm. now, these two teams, like, they're both – they profile as good defensive teams, Uh, They don't give up a lot of chances, but they also aren't generating a ton of quantity, Um, but they're generating some quality and they're capitalizing on that quality. So the Mm -hmm. Canucks lead the league uh, at even strength with a shooting shooting percentage of 12.87%. Boston is second with a 12.69 shooting uh, percent percentage. So both these teams, again, not necessarily firing the most pucks on net, but definitely making the most of their chances. I think the other thing this team has in common, aside from stout defense, good finishing ability is the goaltending rate. And, I think I would say that Boston's goaltending tandem is, is the best in the league, right? Mm-hmm. It's good as has been Like, I don't think that's much of a conversation, right? They have two yeah. Vesna quality goaltenders in Allmark and Swayman. It uh, sounds like Allmark will start tonight, by the way. But Swayman, again, has been the guy who went to the All Star game, who's, you know, up there in the Vesna power rankings. Um, but in general, among the four goalies in Boston and Vancouver, I'm taking Demko over any of them.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Again, this is what the show. We haven't even mentioned this once, okay? This is what happens when you and I just think about hot dogs, okay? Again, so experienced with shoving wieners in our mouth, okay? So we kind of get sidetracked a lot with this topic, but we mention this all the time. This is what? Recorded at the the Don't Doze Art Lab, full of that West Coast bias and that West Coast bias only. And on that note, you know, it's easy for me to say, yo, Demko's the best goalie in the league right now. That being said, you're hitting the nail on the head. Like for these guys, Omar and Jeremy Swayman to do it back-to-back, It's kind of establishing the notion that, again, they have the best goaltending in hockey, and we have the best, what, shooting percentage in hockey? It's going to be a really, really interesting matchup, man. And, again, post-All-Star break, all the expectations, all the pressure, does this magical season slash stretch of games continue in Game 51? Like I'm not fully there where I'm 100% confident that they're going to win every game. So anytime they do do the most, and in this case, actually beat Boston, if they do, it's going to still feel like magic, you know? Like, it, like this is, this is the most remarkable season. How, how are we here?
1: How are we here, man? Yeah. On, honestly, though, it's a remarkable season for both teams. Mm-hmm. Very different in Vancouver yeah. because it's been, you know, three years of losing before this year. But oh, I get in Boston, and again, this team, like, has one of the best regular seasons in NHL history last yeah. year. I think it actually was the best. I, I could be mistaken. Dude, they had
0: 130-plus um, points.
1: Just Bro. like unbelievable stuff, right? But then they lose Bergeron, Krejci, like both of them retire and it's like, okay, this team's got Pavel Zaka as their top line center. Like what are Charlie they gonna Goyle? do? Like? And yeah, it's just yeah. like lo and behold, they're still one of the best goddamn teams in the NHL. So I got a you couple of things. Again, like yeah, like you said, Kyle, I haven't watched a ton of the Bruins uh closely this season other than like highlight packs, a couple games here and there. Um, but what I've noticed is that, you know, they still have stout defense. Again, it looks like some of their their, their defenders haven't, weren't as good as last season, but those are such lofty bars to get to. Um, but there's an argument to be made, and, and this is I'm not going to say this is 100% the case because this is the show of, with the West Coast bias, Locked On Canucks. David Pastrack, there's an argument that he's you know, not only going to be one of the best players on the ice tonight, but that he is one of the best players in the NHL. Oh, yeah. He's, he's crazy. He's been doing this for crazy.
0: years and years and years and years. Okay, here's some connections. He makes okay? up
1: for the fact that they don't have a first-line center.
0: Here, yo, exactly. I was about to say that. I mean, him and Marchand. They both make up for the fact that they don't have a number one center, quote-unquote, right? Because those two wingers are arguably top 10 wingers, top 15 wingers in, in hockey. That's just the truth, man. Uh, what was the connection I was going to make? Oh, yeah, this one. This is dark again. Normally, look at us, okay? Trevor Bags is the darkest guy on the program. On that note, we had somebody come into the studio. This is, not a, this is not a joke, okay? Somebody came into the studio. They came into the room. I was introduced to them for the first time. And just by hearing my voice, he's like, bro, are you the host of Locked On Canucks? And I'm like, yo, yeah, man, I am. He's like, yo, what's up with that other guy? He's so negative. He was talking about you, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I'm about to go negative. It's inter- It's an interesting correlation if this nightmare slash whatever is going to happen in the near future. You know, Pedersen does bounce. Boston is a bit of an example, right? To continue going when losing star talent. Because you're right, this is remarkable. And the only reason they're actually doing this, yeah, it's on the players, but it's that culture they've built for a decade and a half, man. Real talk, man. It's Again, it's been 13 years since 2011. It doesn't really matter that much anymore. But to see Boston continue to do it, it's like, wow, wow. Uh, We want that. Okay, let's get to the comments uh, before we get to the other side. I know uh, Trevor wants to talk about Thatcher Demko. Uh, What, did he take Swayman out to dinner or something like that? Anyways, uh, JS, man, giving us the love again. Go, Go Canucks, go. Everyone chant it. Everyone get loud, man. You know, we talk about the stretch drive before the playoffs in April and blah, blah, blah. When the Canucks go on that nine-game homestand in the recent future, get loud. Get louder than ever, okay? I also want to talk about this, too, on the other side. Vegas and Edmonton. Who is the bigger threat, okay? Because somebody commented... Talking about how we shouldn't be talking about Boston. We should be talking about the Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Maybe we'll do that after the break.
1: All right. Let's do that after the break. But before we end off the show, I got to shout out Game Time. Hey, you know me. I'm a big fan of last-minute deals. And I found the best place for killer deals on last-minute tickets is Game Time. Game Time, they got my back. I get these emails from Nicole at Game Time and she's always teasing me with concerts and events this week in my area. Not only are those weekly emails a tease, but GameTime also offers me flash deals on last-minute tickets. What's even better than that is that they have a lowest price guarantee along with event protection cancellation. It doesn't end there. You can get exclusive flash deals for tickets on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Now I have no choice but to get off my hairy rear end and check out a local show on a Friday night. So make sure you snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: Okay, 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 okay. We back here on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Ballen. That right there is my homie, Trevor Beggs, uh, the experienced hot dog eater, okay? This guy only eats hot dogs at night, man. He only shoves those wieners in his mouth at night, man. It is what it is, man. You're a late night wiener type of dude. Look at his face. Look at his face,
1: hey, okay? You might not want to say that, man. You and I are meeting up tonight, right? Oh, hey, so whoa, fun. whoa. Maybe whoa, we'll be sharing whoa. a hot dog back. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We are meeting up tonight. It's going to be nice to see you, man,
0: Uh, talking all things Vancouver Canucks and just, you know, being friends again two times in one day. That's remarkable, man. That's remarkable, okay? Uh, Okay, so you want to talk about Demko hugging Swayman. or Not hugging Swayman, but apologizing to Swayman, right? Did did this actually happen?
1: Uh, Jeremy Swayman said it happened uh, this morning at the morning skate. He said that Demko came up to him uh, and offered him a hug, uh, apologizing for the hug snub. Uh, which i think pissed me off and pissed a number of canuck fans off i you know at the end of the day like rivalry is in the nhl are what they used to be i think you, you talk to any old timers and they're like God, i can't believe these guys are hugging and blah 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 i kinda, I, I like rivalries man i like hayden sports i don't mm-hmm. like hearing that demko one and gave swayman a hug the nhl needs more rivalries that's what i'm hoping that this canucks brewer game is is something's fiery tonight mm-hmm. um and you know speaking of rivalries too like uh, maybe this will we'll, we'll segue into uh, what the commenter suggested that we should be focusing on Vegas and Edmonton, because at the end of the day, if the Canucks get to the second finals, they're going to have to go through one of those two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so the commenter is right. Uh, Vegas and Edmonton should be the focus. I'm jumping ahead a bit, but I'm deji. No, the- no,
0: no, 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 you're not the- jumping ahead. This guy's jumping ahead, onwards and upwards, okay? Discuss potential first and second round matchups, okay? He's telling us what to do. He's sounding like Harpoon. And you know what? I've been uh, kind of avoiding talking so much about the depth around those matchups because I'm not fearing nobody I'm not fearing nobody a because we're in first place and b dude the Canucks are still a magical but b full of mystery right like how is this team gonna cope in the playoffs it's to- it's totally different okay so I'm just gonna assume that they're just gonna walk all over these teams this team is stacked they're the all-star team of the league they're gonna get it done Rick Tockett Rutherford and Alvin getting ahead of it okay Rutherford He's one of those guys. Alvin always alludes to this. He is always thinking about what's next. And again, to bring it back to Phil Kessel, I only think they are thinking of bringing that guy in. So again, the road to the cup can be easier, not just based on what this guy will do on the ice, because I don't even think that's going to be a main factor, but again, being able to alleviate some of the pressure that does come with the playoffs for an inexperienced team. And maybe Phil Kessel just bridges that gap. You know, you got Ian Cole, you got Tockett, Rutherford, Foote, Alvin, like there's other parts and maybe they just want to add more experiences, experience in other ways to, again, make that uh, bridge to the cup a little easier. Uh, you know, I want to say one more thing too, okay? So we had onwards and upwards, you know, ask us to do something. Can I ask the people to do something for us, please? Can, can I do that? I'm going to pin a comment from our last video, okay? This guy was, I don't want to say roast in my voice. He wasn't saying that, but he said, he, he's like, I can't stand Kyle's voice. I just can't, okay? Can everyone go to that comment? And reply this, okay? Because Valentine's Day is coming up, and I want to make my girlfriend the most romantic Valentine's Day card of all time, okay? Can everyone go to that comment and just write, at least his girlfriend is hot, okay? I'm going to pin the comment from our last episode on ArchG Baines. This guy's trolling my voice. Reply to the comment and just say, at least his girlfriend is hot. I want to print screen all those comments and uh, give my girl the best Valentine's Day ever.
1: That's that's beautiful. That's romantic, man. I'll uh, I'll use my my seven burner account to help boost those numbers for you. Um, Let Let me touch uh, quickly on uh, the Canucks' first round matchups. Look, I I know the Canucks are going to be a heavy favorite against whoever is their first round opponent, but there's still like you know differing levels of like you know intriguing matchups, right? Like right now, the Kings have the first wild card spot. Blues have the second. Uh, then it's Nashville, Seattle, Calgary, Arizona. I mean, I think of all those, Calgary would be the most intriguing matchup to me, right? What? One of the Canucks, you know, long-term, one of their biggest rivals. Okay, okay, tell me among those teams, what would be the most intriguing matchup for For me, you, Arizona, because I want
0: to, b- I want to be the team that kicks Arizona out of the playoffs and the league. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't, you know what? I don't want to play Calgary because I know we'll beat them, but I'm still traumatized. Did you know that it was 20 years ago? Twenty years ago, where Martin Jelena scored that goal after Matt Cook scored his goal, like you know what I'm saying? Twenty years, bro. We're getting old, bro.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen a cup yet, but maybe that. Maybe this is the year, and in fact, maybe this is the year for your Ooh. Vancouver Canucks. But for me, Calgary, I think is most intriguing. Round one opponent and going into round two, Vegas, man. Vegas. Um, oh sorry, no Vegas. Edmonton, Edmonton, man. Come on, give me the Edmonton Oilers, man. But Vegas would be a cool. It match don't matter.
0: Too. Whatever, whatever, you know.
1: Alberta. That's how I see the Canucks going through this, man. Knocking out Alberta, knocking out Colorado, and then knocking off Boston in the South Cup final. To me, like that is my dream scenario uh, cup run for the Vancouver Canucks. Let's go, baby. The hype trick got a little out of control here. Kyle, get anything to say to the people before we get out of here?
0: Again, people, go to the last video. We talked about the Vancouver Canucks moving to Surrey because Archie Baines is a polarizing figure and the king of the Lower Mainland. Uh, We were joking just a bit, but go check out that episode if you haven't already. And again, bro, I'm trying to be the most romantic boyfriend ever. Uh, Go comment on that commenter's post about my voice and just reply. At least his girlfriend is hot.
1: Amen, brother. Shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners, the first-time listeners, the new subscribers, and those of you who join us here on the live YouTube show. We love each and every one of you, your families, and your dogs, too. And hey, guess what, Kyle? We love your girlfriend, too, man, because at least she's hot, you know?
0: what you say about um, my girlfriend? What? what you say about my girlfriend, bro? You called my wife hot on yesterday's episode, I did call man. your wife wa- I on? did call your Holy wife
1: hot. I Where's the double standard of this, man? Unbelievable. Yo, how about this um, one?
0: How about this one? Look at this. Black bear gutters. Let me know if you need any gutter work done in Vancouver, okay? West Coast bias. We support local business. Hit up the guy if you need some cleaning of your gutters, okay?
1: Amen. And hey, if you want to sponsor our show, we are looking for some local sponsors. Maybe we'll throw that out there live as well. Uh, two local ad spots available on Lock Dog Canucks. Hopefully, one day we can get those filled. Um, but for now, we got to get out of here. Coming up on tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about how hot our wives and girlfriends are. No, we'll uh, talk <laughs> about the weekend games coming up for the Vancouver Canucks. A back to back mad name, which is a little strange. Um, and we'll cover that and everything else involving your Vancouver Canucks. Any rumors, news, anything that comes up. Maybe a deep dive as well. We got it all here at Locked On Canucks, your team every day. But for now, I'm Trevor Banks, that guy's Cal Bowen, and you've been listening to Locked On Canucks.
0: Go Canucks, go. Enjoy the game. Peace.
1: You're Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.